learning that Yehudim and Beis, we're beginning the top line of Yehuda. Shari lemishkal tufrei lechamer derechayer. Yehuda was matir. He passed in lemaisa. The time you could cut the nails or the hooves of his donkey that he used to push around the millstone. We say yesterday machmirim. Yehuda was mekel. He held that was a tzairech lemayid that the chamar should be able to work more efficiently and grind whatever it is that he's grinding more efficiently. He also allowed to be make him to stand up, to put up the different stones of the of the mill, and to build, to put together, to construct certain parts of the mill, and to build the ama, the bottom, like the base, the, where the the mill would sit on top of it, and to build a, a corral, for the for the animals, there's all these things that apparently are considered a tzorech for the mayid. They're not considered to be amaisa oman, so he's mad to them. Rabba Rabba allowed combing out the the hair of the horse, meaning to say that there's things stuck in there and it's painful and it hinders the uh, the uh, the effectiveness and the mobility, I guess, of the horse. And he's doing things for you. And he's carrying you around, and he's going to do it better. And even though on Shabbos it might have been nasser because of psikresha, and it might draw blood, it's not called that's mother. akarpita. He also allowed building a uh, an akarpita. It's like a trough, a trough for uh, for feeding the animals. Again, and to build an itztuba, a little stone uh, uh, place to sit. So again, it's a tzarech for the mayed. And it's a ma'ase hadyot. So these things are matir. Rava shara lemishkal dama lebehema bochalo demiada. Rava was matir taking blood, meaning letting blood. In the olden days, they would let blood. That was considered like the the basic refuah, letting blood once in a while. So you can be matir. You can be taking blood out of animals and chalamayid refuah. Only abai. Abai said to Rava Tanya. There's a brayshe that supports it. The brayshe says makis and dam lebehema. You can let the blood. Out from animals, and you don't have to withhold any kind of refuah from a behemoth. Even on Shabbos, it's mutter. Which is interesting because certain kinds of refuahs are mutter. To be mak is dam is for sure mutter, and even a refuah that might have been asr on Shabbos is mutter and chalamite. Rava was matir a kiskuse kirmi. So to shaylif it means some kind of ironing or some kind of rubbing the two sides of the begot together after you do the laundry, which on Shabbos is asr because it looks like you're being malabing. And on the halamai there matir, right time. So why is it mutter? It's a ma'isahadjidu, meaning obviously you need it, you need the begot, you want to wear it on a halamai, and it's a ma'isahadjidu, and it's mutter. I'm Rav Yitzchak, where I'm I'm Rav He said in the name of Chizah, ki biri asr. To be kiturei biri, that's aser. What's that? So that's to make some kind of a pleat in a beged. You're making some kind of a pleat in a beged. There's a whole process that's involved. And even if you need it, my time, why is it aser? That's my soman, right? So here they would somehow take some kind of uh, of reeds and, and fold the beged over them. Or is it another kind of more professional kind of ironing, I think, according to the time of Farshim this already... Making pleats in a baguette, right? You can understand that that's already considered a maizum and it's more professional. It's not just simple ironing, and that would be aser. Amarava, man de maskil ara. If somebody is removing, um, you know, dirt 
piles uh, unlevel dirt, adaita de vedari. So if he's doing it, adaita with the das de vedari to make a vedari. What's a vedari? Vedari is a place where you thresh. In other words, he's trying to level the ground so he can put down the the stalks of grain and thresh them. And he obviously he wants to thresh the grain because he needs the grain now. So that's going to be mutter. But if he's doing it adaita de ara, but if his kavan is to level the ground, in other words, to prepare the ground for planting or for plowing for later, that's asr. So how do you tell? In other words, when is it considered that you're doing it for the for threshing? And when do we say it's considered or it looks like you're doing it for the ground? If you take the dirt from one mound and you put it around the mound, meaning I guess the mound reached a point and you remove from the top and you put it around so you've now more or less leveled out a little bit that mound flattened it a little bit, benatza benatza, and you took a little bit of dirt from around the hole and you put it in the hole. But again, you've more or less leveled out a little bit that area where there was a hole, where there was a little bit of a pit, but you did not make a major uh, difference in the entire field. So that's a diet of the That's considered that your das is to thrash there and smutter. But shalko moyev and shada benatza, but if you're taking mounds of dirt and you're putting them inside of pits, you're filling up, you're taking mounds and filling up these little ditches, so then you're basically you know, flattening it over here, and you're flattening it over there, you're making more of a general leveling of all of the ground, so that's considered the diet that, that, that you're doing for the ground in order to plant, and that would be us. The person is collecting wood, picking up pieces of wood and things in the field. If he's doing it at diet and Sifi, if he's doing it because he needs the wood, He's das as he wants wood for fuel, for firewood, or whatever. Sorry, he says, but if he's doing it because he wants to clear the ground, again, he wants to be able to plow and plant the ground afterwards, that's awesome. So again, how do you tell whether he's doing it for the wood or whether he's doing it for the ground? If he's taking big logs, he's leaving behind the small ones, so then it's a daita de so he's doing it for the wood. And he needs big logs, he doesn't need small pieces of wood. But if he's picking up everything, he's taking big ones and small ones, even the small ones that he can't really use, so that's obviously for the sake of the ground. He wants the ground to be cleared, and that will be awesome. Somebody opens up the dam, and he lets the water flow through his field. So it's obviously a field he's not allowed to water. So the shaila is... To water the field is a problem, but a diet to the cavity, if he's doing it because he wants to catch the fish, apparently he'll open up this dam, the water will flow through, and the fish will come in and not ever get out. So he'll basically have fish just sort of uh, lying on the ground after the water drains. So then we say it's mutter, but if it's a diet to the hour, but if it's kavan, is that the water should water his ground, so then it's aser. Hey, how do you tell, how do you know if it's kavan is to catch fish or to water the ground? Pasach trebov, if he opens two doors, meaning... He has a place where the water is going to flow in, an inlet for the water, and then an outlet at the other end. At one above, one higher up at one higher end of the field. And one lower down at the other end of the field. So the water is going to flow in up there and flow out down there. So apparently to water the field, you need to have the water flowing in and not flowing out. And then when it flows in and not flowing out, it'll rise above the level of the of the Amasamayim, of the canal, and it'll water the field. But here it's going to flow right through it's never going to leave the Amasamayim. It's never going to leave the canal and it'll flow out. So what have you accomplished? Uh, but if it goes in and out, so then the water goes in and goes out. You haven't accomplished anything, but 
you'll be left apparently with some fish. So then it's a day to the carve in its mutter, then you're kavanas with the fish in its mutter. But Pasa but if you only opens up one door where the water falls in and it doesn't flow out, and apparently then it's gonna overflow, then it's for the sake of the ground, it's gonna water the ground, and that is awesome. If somebody peels off, breaks off branches of the decal, he means when the branches are soft, when they're young and soft, and actually they're edible for the animals. So if his animal, if his das is to feed his animals with it, and sorry, that's not a malacha, he's just breaking off food for his animals and it's mutter. But if he's doing it adaita the dikla, but if he's doing it for the sake of the trees, pruning the tree, he's removing excess branches, that's a malacha, that's gonna be asr. Say So again, how do you tell when it's for the animals, when it's for the tree? Shakil kulei So he takes all the branches from one side, he's not doing it evenly. Um, around the tree, so that's certainly a diet of the chiefs. That's for the sake of the animals. That's not a you prune a tree, you don't take it all off of one side. But if he takes it, a little bit from this side and a little bit from that side, so that's certainly a diet of the dickle. That's for the sake of the tree, and it's awesome. Dates that are not completely ripe. So obviously, something that's ripe, you could eat it. How would the dates that aren't completely ripe? To take them, to collect them, to cut them open and eat them. So that's going to be. Mutter, why not? But might sinu, but to squeeze them out a little bit, to allow them to dry, to make raisins out of them, basically means to preserve them, because apparently if you leave them and you don't squeeze them out, they could rot. Nonetheless, it's asr. If Papa, or Papa says no, came under license, they're going to become wormy. They're going to get ruined if you leave them. That's like merchandise that's going to get ruined if you don't sell it, if you don't do something with it. it's mutter. So the shah is, why does Rebbe hold? Why doesn't Rebbe hold it like the daughter of it? So apparently Rebbe holds that. Um, this little bit is not considered a, a Dover Aved. The little bit that it's going to be Nisan is not considered a Dover Aved. Um, okay. Vyama Rava, and Rava also said, Prakmatya Kolshahu Aser. A little bit, Prakmatya, any kind of Prakmatya, meaning any kind of merchandise, of selling, of buying, of business, commerce, is Aser. Ramabhyesi said, but there's an exception. With Dover Aved, if it would be a davar aved, that's mutter. What's a davar aved? So the pasuk shah, a davar aved means you're going to lose out. In other words, you're not going to be able to sell it even for cost. You're going to lose on the karen, on the investment. The Maisa will see that the Maisa Mishabura says that if it's going to be a, Shacharach, I think even says if it's going to be a great profit, you're going to be passing up a huge profit, but then it might be also considered a davar aved. And it's going to be a mother. But the simple example of Dabra is you're going to basically lose on the, you're not even going to get that cost. Ravina Havaliahu Iska, the brings a Maisa, I guess of Machmir. Ravina had a Iska, he had a certain uh, investment, something that he had bought and he wanted to sell. And he should have been able to sell it for 6,000, uh, whatever the currency was. Shahaye, so he, leave, he left it. He didn't want to be Makal and sell it in Cholmite. He left it over the Shavunai to sell it after Cholmite. And when it came after Cholamayd and he sold it, Vizavna, he sold it for Teresa Ralph, he sold it for 12,000. In other words, Hoseichid is special, he was machmer not to sell it on Cholamayd, he didn't look for kulas, and he sold it for twice the price. Ravina was Masik Zuzi, he was owed money by the people who lived Akar de Sanuata, by the, by the port of the river Sanuata. So those people owed him money. Ravash, he came to Ravash and he said, What's the Allah? Can I be Tovea them? The Chov, can I demand them to bring me back in Cholamite? Um, he told him, yeah, he told him, I will amaze Allah, can I go now today in Cholamite to them? Um, so, Ravashi told Ravina, 
listen, since right now you can see them, you can find them, meaning they're there now. Apparently, it's not such a common thing that they're there. They're they're there now. And another day, you're not going to find them. They're there now. You find them now. Another day, you're not going to find them necessarily. So therefore, it's like merchandise you're going to lose out on, right? Just like if you have something, you're not going to be able to, to get back your investment so it's what they to sell it, to the rabbit. So it's here, you've loaned out money. And if you're not going to be tovea now, when they're here, who knows if you're going to find them later to be tovea. So that's almost like you're going to, you could potentially lose out your investment, your loan. And therefore, it's mutter. And the Mar says, this, because it says in the Bryce, the similar thing to Gabi Vodazar. It says, you can go to Yerid, to a market, place of Goyim, on their, uh, on their, uh, on their holiday. You can buy from the animals, avadim, slaves, and shvachis, right? Made servants, batim, sundays, ukramim, homes, and fields, and vineyards. And you can even have it written up and you know documented and uh, and authorized by the courts. Why is it miadam? Because it's like you're saving things from them. In other words, there's no chance to get things from Goyim. It's not so easy to get things from Goyim, and it's very hard to get anything out of the hands of Goyim. So if we ever have an opportunity to do it, so we allow it. Kind of like uh, getting rid of merchandise or getting back a chov that you might not be able to get back any other time. All of this is considered a davar ha'avei.